Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. Here's your host, Regan Wilson. Hey, everybody. You are listening to the TW3 Podcast. This is episode 514. If you didn't notice, I have my name in the introduction now, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, but no promotion. No promotion. No promotion. It only took a decade, but you know, I finally got my name in there, so that's, that's pretty good. Uh, tonight, we have a special member of the family sitting in with us to cover for River while he's out today, uh, but I'll let Dad introduce him when uh, we get there, just in a few moments here. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about not just surviving, but thriving in business. Right now, there's opportunity all around us, not only to do business, but to grow our businesses. So we look forward to getting into that very soon. Uh, Did you know that TW3 not only offers tools and training, but services as well? If you own a business and are finding it more and more difficult to find qualified candidates to speak to, then consider us. Uh, Posting on job boards such as Indeed, ZipRecruiter, Monster, and LinkedIn are not generating the applicants they once did. However, with TW3 Recruiting, you can have qualified candidates that meet your criteria for way less than the other guy and have much better candidates. How? Text the word RECRUIT to 864-507-9696. That's RECRUIT to 864-507-9696. Leverage the over 220 million data list members that TW3 has and our tools to reach your ideal client. That's once again, RECRUIT to 864-507-9696. Finally, If you need more customers, more appointments, or just more traffic to offer what you have, then you need TW3. We have 13 plus years of helping thousands of businesses uh, and individuals scale and support their businesses. So whether you are in retail, restaurant, real estate, or insurance agent, uh, or you have an agency, uh, we can help you. Excuse me, I'm reading our notes here. Uh, We can (laughs) You see this? You, you reading along see, with me? See, I'm reading along. I'm sorry. You're having to edit. You should have read this before. Hey, it was pretty good though. I got up until this you point. You got up notes. to that point. I, I think our main point here was though, if you have an insurance agency, we can help you. We've been doing it for years. It's insurance, real estate, retail, it doesn't matter. If you need people that need, want, desire, and can afford what it is you offer, uh, we got you covered. Just go over to terrywilson3.com to get a free one-on-one training. Yeah. I love that we got there and I could hear you as you were reading it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you edit this? <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. I even, I was uh, reading down uh, to our special guest on the panel tonight and part of the family. And I was like, I hope he didn't read uh, some of his lines there. Because one of the questions like, what's your, uh, what, what, is, what meditation or uh, medication have you been on lately? <laughs> I meant modification. <laughs> I was like, why, why don't I just take a second to it's that, prove it's that autocorrect, you know, but autocorrect. Well, it pretty far. without further ado, my brother from another mother up there in the Big Apple, uh, Neil O'Reilly. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? <laughs> well, good. we're better now that you're here to clean this mess up. Oh, thank God. We got somebody that knows what they're doing. <laughs> Finally, a college educated person on this panel. We can stop. <laughs> I I completely medicated myself for this. I, I read the show notes, so if I get incoherent, you know why. <laughs> did you see that uh, mistype in there? Did you read that far down? I didn't. I just take a lot of medication. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't wait till you see it. You'll, you'll, if you read your lines like Reagan and, and read it literally, is like, oh, Terry, what's wrong with you? Oh, my word. 
Oh, my word. So uh, what's going on in the Big Apple, Neil? The weather's finally turned. It's great around here. We were in the 20s for a while. Now it's 70 degrees today. Golly. It's amazing. I think last week it was in the 50s around here after having a week of 70 and it dropped down the 50s in the south and 50s for a southerner meal is sort of like you know the world comes to an end we're struggling we're struggling at that point you know everybody's going out buying milk and bread trying to figure out what's going (laughs) on you know is this the the sixth sign of the seal where jesus comes back we're we're trying to figure out what's going it's the end times i saw a snowflake yeah it's the end times you know uh, anyway, well, it's been a great, uh, great uh, time here at TW3. A lot of things going on, a lot of changes going on. Uh, it's great to have you on with us tonight, Neil. I, I look forward to talking with you about what we're talking about tonight, which is how not to just survive, not to have just a survival mode in your business, but have a thriving mode. Because honestly, there's challenges. There's a, and we talked about it right before we hit record here, you know, there's crazy stuff going on in the economy and society and everything else, but there's ways to, to fight against it. Don't you believe? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I, I think you agree with this. I think the number one way is you gotta look at who you hang out with, right? Better believe it, brother. You gotta make sure your circle is moving you forward. You know, if you're always talking to people who have a negative mindset, you could be as strong as you want, but that's going to beat you down. Absolutely. And I think the number one thing I know, I don't think, I know the number one change that I made is, look, there's some people in my life who are negative. I can't get rid of, <laughs> but I don't talk to them as much anymore. Yeah. You have to be intentional about what you do. And then you not only you, you not only have to limit certain people, but you have to make sure like you have to make sure the other people you're dealing with regularly are taking you where you want to go. You know, that's that old expression. If you're the smartest guy in the room, get in another room. But the same thing goes for your attitude. Like it's okay if you want to be, if you want to focus on success, and success doesn't have to just be money. However, you're going to define success, define your success. But you need to be with people who, when they hear your ideas or when they hear where you want to go, doesn't mean they can't give you constructive criticism, but their first reaction should be, you can do that. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, not not to blow too much smoke, you know, with you guys, but Terry, you know, that's one of the main things that, you know, one of the things I always tell you about why I love talking to you, it's never a downer to talk to you. It's never... You know, even though there there have been days when we've had, you know, we've had tough conversations, either you or I have brought, you know, things we're dealing with to the table. Um, Each time we're able to lift each other up because that's where you that's what you need. And if you I know from my past, if you don't have that, it's it's difficult to swim up against that river. So for me, I would I would stress to everyone, you know, and if anyone is listening to this, they're lucky because. They clearly have done something to put themselves in a, in a positive community, you know, a success oriented community. And like I said, it's not just financial success. You know, you have to have, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Yeah. So you ha- you need a, a community that understands that holistic approach to life. Um, so that's the first thing I think everyone who's listening tonight should understand. Community like this is important, but also look at your other communities. And make sure your other communities are pulling you forward 
rather than kind of holding you back. And there's no shame in being ruthless about that Mm. because should you, you're there with Raven. Yeah. Should you take your, your success and happiness any less seriously? Because if you do, if you say, Oh, I'll let this guy slide. I'll let this, this person in my life, they can drag me down a little. Well, that drag is going to come into your house. It Mm. always does. So if you're not ruthless about it, it doesn't just impact you. It's going to impact Reagan. It's going to impact your wife. It's going to impact your other kids. Mat- so now think about it that way. If someone said, well, I can't do that because that's, that's a little too much. All right, well, then you've just made the decision. It's okay for my family to be negatively impacted by this other person. That Maybe I don't even need to have a tough conversation with. I just need to limit my conversation. You know, that person who used to be a three-hour-a-week person Maybe they need to be, you know, a 30 minute a month person or a 30 minute a quarter person. Like you've really got to think about your time. How are you going to have, you know, we call it spending our time, but how are you literally spending your time? Yeah. So if you have people who are too negative, you know, that just doesn't impact you. That impacts everybody. And that's a big mistake I used to make is I never really thought about how I was impacting other people. So that that's the first thing I'd say. I don't I don't know. What do you, what do you think about? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think sometimes we have this false obligation that we just got to let anybody and everybody walk in and out of our lives and, and have whatever influence. And, and I know down here, Neil, uh, we have this, we have, um, made some of our religious, uh, ideas, part of our culture, cultural norms. Mm -hmm. And you tell someone, I'm going to be very picky with who hangs with me you could get the pushback in some cultures in the area of this country, specifically the ones I'm in, the Bible Belt. And other, well, that's not very Christian. You're supposed to be like Jesus. And I was like, well, let's look at that. Let's, let's look at that for a second. The last time I read, he only hung with 12. And out of the 12, three of them was the only ones that was tight with him. I mean, and you go back, well, I, you know, I'm of the Jewish faith. Well, let's look at the, the Old Testament. You know, it was only the people that was at a certain level that God allowed into the holies of holies, which was where he was hanging out. And then, then he had people at a different outer ring. Okay, you're in this court or you're in this court or you're in this. And the rings just you know kept going out based on who that was, that person was, and the value they brought and the value they could receive from the proximity uh, of God himself. So if, if you're going to take a religious mindset or attitude that, you know, I can't, I can't do that. That's not. No, it is. It's very Christian. It's very godlike. It's it's sure. it's, it's congruent with every you know paradigm you want to look through. You know, I love what you said. Your circles you run. Sometimes we allow circles to become a noose, mm. and they just yeah. they just kill and choke out any hope for growth. Well, he used a good word too, being ruthless. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Being very intentional, like knowing why, what your reasoning is too. I, I love that. That's great. Cause I love that language. That's good advice. Like he said, not only in business, but just in life. Look yeah. at where you want to go. Who are you around? And, and is that helping you get there? Is it good for the people that are with you? Are you an asset or a liability? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, and look at your culture as a, a balance sheet. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, even if you think about, like you mentioned, like if someone was going to give you pushback for, from, the, from the angle of, well, that's not Christian. Let's say I just have someone who's negative and they're everything I say, they're like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Or why would you do that? You know, am I, am I acting 
Am I acting like a Christian if I just let that person walk on me? I'm not saying don't spend time to try and help other people, but letting someone else vomit on me, <laughs> right? Vomit their negativity on me. I would, I would posit that that's not Christian yeah. because all I'm doing is I'm passively being dragged back. Now, the opposite of that is I can, you know, at any point in time, I can live according to my values and I think we all agree that we should. And that's really, to me, being Christian. And I could also have a period of time where I say to someone, I could say, all right, I'm intentionally going to try and help other people. My life just went out. I apologize. I'm losing <laughs> senses to my life. Um, but I can intentionally say, I'm going to spend X amount of time a week where I try and help with other, I try to help other people. But it doesn't mean it's unlimited. Right. There's nothing, there's nothing ethical or Christian about just saying, I'm going to let other people in an unlimited fashion vomit on me. Yeah. So that, that's another thing to think about is, you know, you know, Reagan hit it exactly right. You know, my two buzzwords for this year are one is integrity and one is intentionality. You can pick your time, but pick your time. If you're not, you've got to understand that you're that negativity, if it starts dragging you back because you're saying, well, I'm not in control. I, everyone else can do what they want to do around me because I'm a bad person if I don't just let everyone do what else they want to do. You've got to really think that through. If that's really what you someone thinks their life is for, to just be let everyone else do what they want and they're never acting as a prime mover, I would respectfully disagree with that. Absolutely. But uh, Yes, if you want to take time and intentionally say, this is my time where I talk to other people and I try to fill them with a better message, with a better mindset, with a, well, we'll talk about, you know, not only their, their, their ethics and their morality, but their mindset. I'm with you. But to just say they're allowed to do that because that's the way it's been. And that's what I've always done. And don't expect to get better results. And as a matter of fact, you should expect to get worse results. Think of it as using an ax and never sharpening it. You're going to get decreasing results out of that axe. You've always got, you always have to be sharpening your axe. But if you're going to say, no, everyone else gets to do what they want. And I just keep swinging my axe. Eventually you're going to get dragged back. So that, 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 that's, I mean, I, I completely agree with you, but I think it does make sense for someone who might get that pushback to really think you need to think through what someone else is saying about you trying to be your best self. Yeah. Yeah, love that. Well, guys, you've been listening to the one and only Neil O'Reilly, my brother from another mother up there in the Big Apple. We talked him out of that big skyscraper to come on TW3 tonight <laughs> and hang out with us for a little bit. We hope you're enjoying these photo uh, photo bombs, <laughs> value bombs that he is dropping left and right. When we get back, we're going to get into how to thrive and not just survive. We're going to hit some points, some tools that you can be using, some mindsets, uh, some market shifts you need to know about and, and be aware of, and some activities that you can be doing right now to grow your business and thrive, even in the most challenging times. So we'll be back right after this. restaurant, insurance, or any other type of business. Your success will rise and fall on one word and one word only. 
leads. We have up to 225 million filtered and scrubbed opted in leads. Leadsbyterry.com. Leadsbyterry.com. If you are a member, you have access to these leads at wholesale. Chapter one, the four words that changed everything. Another day, another dollar. I just clocked in and was super excited. I finally felt like an adult. For the first time in my life, I was working for someone that wasn't a family member. Hi, I'm Haven and Tara Wilson's my dad. And the reason why I think I like this is it teaches me not only to like earn money and work when I get older, how to earn it, also teaches me how my dad used to live in the past, what he did, what was his first job, like the reason why he came into this podcast sphere. So that's why I think I like his podcast and this audiobook. Get the audio version of You Are Worth More at coachwithtw3.com. That's coachwithtw3.com. Get the first two chapters for free. All right, so in the second segment, now we're going to talk about not only ways to just survive in business, but now to how to thrive. So it's we're in the first quarter of 2022. There's uh, there's a war in the Ukraine. There's a lot there's inflation. There's supply chain issues. So a lot of people are concentrating on the negative and concentrating on how that's been impacting their business. We're just we're starting to crawl out of COVID. Um, so you know, it's been tough for people for the last two years. So, you know, how, how, how do we make it so that we don't look at those as obstacles, but we really see them for the opportunities they are? And that's the first thing. The first thing you have to do is, I think everything starts with mindset. So you have to change your perspective on how you're going to see this. None of this is really, none of this is really an obstacle. Everything is an opportunity. And the, the first thing to realize is that most people want to see it as an obstacle. So if you're the guy who sees it as an opportunity, you're already winning. You're already one step ahead of the game. Um, so you've got to see everything as, you know, it's you against you. As soon as you wake up in the morning, your mind wants to be conservative because from an evolutionary standpoint, you got here because everyone survived. Everyone for the thousands of years before you survived. They didn't survive because they went out and they jumped on the back of a saber tooth tiger. <laughs> we'll learn how to be conservative. I think that's how my family strand got here though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but it's true because like, so that's why people see things. And this is one thing we have to understand. That's why our mind goes to no, because no is how you live. No yeah. is how you get through day to day. Yeah. But we now have creature comforts. We don't need to survive. Now. We right. can do things that, because we don't have to worry about getting water and getting food today. So we could be a little, we could be a little more adventurous. So the first thing is what you're facing is not, an obstacle. Everything you're facing is an opportunity. What opportunities do you want? What do you want to get out of this world? So that that would be my my first thing is once you walk into that room, understand that 
98% of the people in that room are wondering, how am I going to get through this? So you're already ahead of the game if you're thinking, how am I really going to get what I want? Mm. And, then, and then the next thing is, how do you overcome that natural entropy of saying, I'm not going to, today's not my day. It's too tough today. Um, so besides your mindset, there's little hacks that I use every day now. Um, and they sound silly, but they're not because more you, more you do them, the more they work. The first is as soon as you wake up in the morning, you up, you're out of that bed within the minute. And the trick is go into the bathroom in your bare feet and walk on the tile because the tile's cold. Now you're up. You're not getting back in that bed. Um, if you wake up with an alarm, outstanding. The alarm's up, you're out within a minute and you, you, you just get your feet going. Um, what I like to do is, I like to work out first thing in the morning. Sounds silly, but you know, you've, I'm sure you guys read that book about first thing in the morning, you make your bed. Mm -hmm. And that's so you have a win. You, you did something. If you didn't do anything, you made your bed. The reason I like to work out in the morning is there were days I didn't work out. So if I've worked out now, I'm already better. I'm already better than I was yesterday. Even if it was a garbage workout, that's the best workout because I didn't want to work out. I didn't have it. Maybe my legs were beat. Maybe my arms are tired, but I got my workout in, which means I did better than I could have done had I not worked out. So I'm already in a better place. So I get to carry that. Then when I take my shower, um, I take a cold, I end with a cold shower. No hot water at all. It's only on cold. I do that for no matter how long my shower is, for like two minutes. Neil is raw dogging life here. One, I'm telling you. You could do, you have to do it. <laughs> One, it's really good for you, right? Cryotherapy is great for you. It's yeah. good for your, it's good for your uh, I don't know what, it's good for something, <laughs> right? I can confirm Somebody that. Somebody told me it's this. good for me and I'm going to buy it. And I, and I bought it. <laughs> yeah, right? You have to. You have to find a reason why you're doing this nonsense. But here's the next thing. Throughout the day, I have to make tough phone calls. I have to make phone calls I don't want to make. I have to do things I don't want to do. Now I can say to myself, when I want to, when I have to have that uncomfortable phone call, I get to say, I've already run, I've already lifted, and I took a freezing cold shower. This is easy compared to that. This is just a dumb phone call. Yeah. So for the rest of the day, I get to say to myself, this is all easier than what I did before 630. Mm. So that's a hack that I just use every day. This, everything else, this is easy. I, I already did the cold shower. And trust me, for most people, there's very few people where the cold shower is not the toughest part of the day. You get in this habit, you're stronger mentally than everything else. I read this, I heard this great quote the other day. You have to make your thoughts stronger than your emotions because when something comes up and you don't want to deal with it, that emotion is fear. Make your thoughts stronger than your fear. And mm. if I've done my cold shower or my workout, I've already said to myself, I'm strong. I'm the kind of person who can do that. If I can do that, I can handle this. Mm. So you've got to have, you got to be on your own side all day. And then the other trick I would have is we already talked about it in the first segment, have a great community you can reach out to. Yeah. You know, um, I reached out on Friday to Terry because I was thinking, you know, I'm telling everyone else this, Terry, you know, I did this, <laughs> um, but I reached out because I had to make a tough phone call and I made a joke of it where I, I, I left a message for the person to say, give me a call back. And uh, just so everyone else knows, I called up Terry to tell him I blamed him for the phone call. 
Um, and I, and by the way, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> he, he completely bought it. Um, but the point is, I had this tough phone call to make. I leaned on myself, but then I also had friends where I could say I had to make this call. And Terry said, "I, you know, I understand why why I had to make it. You know, but good that you did. But I had someone I could lean on, even though I wasn't getting him to say." I wasn't getting Terry to say, yeah, you can make the call. I at least had a community. I wasn't alone. Right. Um, and Terry wasn't the only person I called. There was someone else I called to let them know I made the call. Um, and again, it wasn't to say, get me to make this call. It was just to say, yeah, I've done it. I just kind of need to breathe on this for, for a moment. Yeah. Um, so that to me is a huge thing that you, you have to be able to do. Um, so those are two things I do. First, mindset. Second, I like to do physical tasks because they're always easier. Um, you get them out of the way and you just tell yourself all day, I'm strong. I'm the kind of person who can do this kind of thing. It's me against me. If I've done this already, if I've done A, I can do B. And I use that trick all day. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on, on those. No, two I things. love it. Some of the things I do, but. No, I love that because you're contextualizing your day and you're you're putting the hard right up front. Yep. So it's downhill from there. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I love that. You're putting He's putting himself in a headspace to where. You're, you're going downhill, not uphill throughout the day. He's putting those hard things first and he's doing it consistently, which builds habits yeah. and that builds confidence. Yeah. And so when he, he's talking about, you know, looking at his other tasks, oh, I got to make a phone call later. Well, the hard stuff's already done. I've got confidence because I took a cold shot. Yeah. I was with him up until the cold shot. Yeah. Like, Ooh, uh, that's I when I sort of, I was like, oh, cool, cold shot. Uh, I got water from being <laughs> on This guy's a maniac. This guy's crazy. <laughs> no, but, I, but maybe it's, maybe it's the trick is that. You know, I might try that tomorrow. But I'm thinking that's, there's something to that. I, when he started, he said, turning your, 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 um, but your obstacles into opportunities. Right. And that's, that's really good. That's, that's a good way to look at it. I know for us, something that we've been doing recently is, you know, as long as we've been in business, we've been a part of that business opportunity market. Right. right? And we still are. I mean, yeah. it's still there. But a thing we've never really focused on was just the businesses alone. Right. right. B2B marketing. B2B marketing. It's always been B2C. It's, it's it, majority B2C with a little bit of B2B. To, but lately it's been the, the struggle for a lot of people is finding good applicants. Right. Finding good people to hire. And people that need jobs aren't necessarily hurting to find a job because everybody needs, everybody's hiring. Right. And so, We've been able to take that and go, this is an opportunity here. What do we do? We attract people. We generate these leads. Well, who can we contact? All these businesses that need help, you know, and that's a process that we've been doing. That's part of my daily activities now. And so yeah. part of that is taking those obstacles. You know, what market are you in? What's your struggle? And turning it into that opportunity. Because we're saying great return on, on what we're yeah. doing now. Neil, I, that what Reagan's talking about is for the last, what, decade, We've been in spaces like real estate, insurance, and other places, but those specifically. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking to people, hey, do you want to get in the insurance business? Hey, do you want to get in real estate business? Or hey, do you want to get in this type of business or whatever? And let us help you. We'll get you appointed with these various companies and we'll give you the tools and everything you need to generate the leads you need, yada, yada, yada. So that's always been our shtick. Here lately, it's not so much that we're going after the consumer and saying, hey, do you want to get in this business? It's we're going after the businesses because... They are posting on Indeed. They're posting on ZipRecruiter. They're posting on LinkedIn, and they just can't get people to apply. Yep. They can't get yeah. people to respond. And they don't have the sort of uh, technical sophistications and marketing sophistications to really drill down and find applica applicants like we've been able to accumulate for the last decade. Yep. So we have approached the businesses and said, hey, let us do some of the recruiting for you. And they have been, oh, my gosh. And it's been a huge thing that we've been able to help. But 
it's the, it's the same coin, it's just the flip side. And because we've done that as well, it's also opened up the business opportunity because I've had three or four conversations this week where I'll, I'll be talking to them about the role that we're looking to fill. Yeah. And we get into it and we talk about it and they think it's cool, you know, yada, yada, yada. But then they go, well, what are you doing? And I tell them at the start, you know, we're a third party. We just help vet these clients for these people, help people find jobs. Well, I tell them what I do. Well, you know, we got started in insurance, the whole shtick. And they're more interested about that 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 component than they are and so which goes to show you you never know fixing turning your obstacles into opportunities like you were saying that could lead to more doors that could lead back to the start and help the thing that you wanted to do originally you never know one conversation just leads to another Mm -hmm. and it is it's it's pretty amazing if you want if you need different results stop thinking the same way that's the other reason why you got to get in a different room right yeah that's good what you were doing isn't going to work so i'm actually looking to start to add staff so my opportunity with that is, you know, I could go the I could go the old route of I'll give you X dollars and I'll give you these benefits and but this is what I want out of you. I don't really think I'm going for new people to work here. I'll tell you really who I think I'm going for, and you guys are probably I think you're doing it a similar way. I really think I'm getting people who are unhappy, not unhappy, but they're dissatisfied with where they are. I have a different because I'm intentional about my business. So this is this is a different way to think about it, right? We're all hearing about the great resignation. Right. Nobody wants to work because there's a lot of money right now that people are able to get from unemployment benefits. And a lot of people are just saying, I'm not going back to the office. I'm not dealing with anything. I can make just as much if I go get a, um, a, a minimum wage job. Why would I take your job? I pay, I'm, I'm looking to pay a little more than, than minimum wage, but I'm not thinking I have to um, I'm not thinking I have to max out the market. I'm not going just on money. If you come here, you're able to, because of the way, you know, I'm a big one on system. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the other option of what I do with my, with my businesses. When I add everyone in, I'm going to have a certain set of jobs that I do. Everything else is going to run on the system. We're not going to be making up anything. Nothing's going to be an audible. So I'm a big believer in the E-Myth, mm-hmm. the book, The E-Myth by Gerber. Um, but when someone comes here, they're going to be able to grow within that system. They're going to be given autonomy. They're going to be given, you know, we're going to have from here, everything is thought out. This isn't going to be the kind of place where I'm going to sell you that nonsense of, you know, during the day, oh, we're a family, we're a family. I expect you to work, you know, if your hours are nine to five. Oh, no, no. We're a family who works after six. I hate But if that. you're five minutes late, I'm going to dock you an hour. Like, that's all gone. Yeah. If you're here, we have value. Um, you know, everyone here, you know, we're all, everyone here is part of, is an A-team member. Everyone is here. Uh, we're all looking to, if it's what you're going to do, you're going to help the client from every aspect of what you're going to do. Everything is going to be a positive experience. If the client isn't, if the client comes in and isn't being, I want to use the word civil, but civil isn't it. But if the client isn't being a good client back to my employee, the client is gone because it's not just the customer is always right. You know, we're building, uh, uh, you know, we are building, to me, I don't really like the family metaphor, but I have to treat everyone here like this is my house. Right. How would I want you treated in my house? So this is the office is our house. So if someone comes in and they're disrespectful to my, to my, to my, empo- to, to the people working with me, they're out. Yeah. That That's what the, that's what the people who I'm going to build this enterprise with. That's what they have to understand. We are we're we're a common enterprise here. We're all working together. So as I'm looking to get people in, 
There are people who are going to want that. They're not going to need, because of that, everybody needs money. But this isn't going to be a place where we're looking. You're not going to come here because I've maxed out the money. If you're looking for the $1 more, I'm not for you. Right. Right. There's always going to be someone who's going to pay you more. They're probably going to treat you differently because it's an older paradigm. Yeah. So, but that's the opportunity that I see. I firmly believe that if I give people um, the opportunity to work in a place where they're doing what they love, that's the first thing. You're not just going to come and you're going to do everything for them. You're going to be put in the position of what you like to do best, what you're able to do best, and that's what you're going to do. So if you're a people person, you're not going to be dealing with the books. Right. You're not going to be dealing with document corruption. Um, by this other uh, the other side of it, if you're someone who's more of that um, right, you know, round peg, round hole kind of person, doesn't really like dealing with people, I'm not going to have you dealing with people. You're going to be able to thrive in the way you can thrive. And we're going to have a place where everything we do, since everything we do here is intentional, it's a better environment for you. So because of that, maybe you're traveling a little less, or maybe you're even, um, whatever you're doing, I don't think I have to max out. Dollars isn't the big thing for me here. Because if if I reduce you to dollars, that's it. You're a dollar to me. Mm -hmm. I see an opportunity in that. I think that there are people now who are realizing, yeah, there's money I have to make. But if I can have a better quality of life, if I can have my professional life work hand in hand with the home life I'm trying to create, that's the person I want. That's right. Because of that, I don't believe I need to just compete on dollars. Well, see, you're nailing something there, Neil. I honestly believe you're, 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 I think you've got your ears to the ground. You sort of understand what's in the zeitgeist here. And a lot of people don't. You're competing with culture, not cash. Everybody's trying to throw cash at something, but the market, the job market specifically saying, we don't like the culture. We want the culture to change. And, and something that you just hit too, that's just, I thought Reagan was brilliant when leadership, when management, when ownership is more concerned about, and yes, you got to take care of your customers, but the first priority is your team. You take care of your team, your team will take care of the customers and take care of you. But how many times have we seen bad leadership, bad management, bad, uh, culture, to where the employees mean nothing, the team members right. mean nothing, and it's all about you know this person here, this person there. Yep. That just undermines any positive culture you're trying to create. Well, he said something really good, which I liked a lot, and that's there's always somebody out there that can pay more. Yeah, I'm not competing with that. I'm yeah. competing on how I'm treating you, what you get from this job, and that culture, culture, culture. Like he, yeah, he's he's fine tuned to what you know people are needing. Yeah, he's smart. That is brilliant. Yeah. And, and uh, these guys that are, are still trying to use the old paradigm, the old model of, because we're working with some companies and one of the companies is they, the, their top management, the CEO of a major corporation is like, nope, everybody has to come in nine to five. They're still going to be here. And it's in a type of business that really doesn't require that. But because he's stuck in that paradigm, it's making their recruiting efforts almost impossible. And they're throwing a ton of cash at people. And a you hear it. Cash. You hear it in those phone calls too. When you have those interviews with your applicants, and you go, "Oh, well, this might be the thing," and you'll be here this many days, and they go, "For this role?" Because we've had had interviews in various fields, and yeah, every yeah. time, if it's, "Well, you're going to be doing this, but you need to be there every day," and you kind of hear it in their voice that they, they, they've already kind of made that decision. It's like, nah, "Oh, you're nah. one of those companies." Gotcha. Yeah. Like, and so the way he's planning this ahead of time and going, "No, no, no, I'm not competing with it." How are you treated 
How do you, yeah. are, are you gaining something of value to right. you as a person when you're here? That's smart. Yeah. It's, it's genius. <laughs> and I don't mind the word, I don't mind the word family as long as it's a healthy family. Mm-hmm. And healthy means boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the problem is the way family gets used in business a lot yeah. is, you know, we're family when it benefits management. Yeah. But we're a business when, it, when we're talking about, you know. Right. You know, if you just, if you just, first of all, you're just calling them an employee, that's your first problem, right? Yeah. Because you've already created an us against them. Yeah. So that's why I like to think of it more as a, as a team, but your family's a team, right? That's yeah. the first team you're ever on, no matter what. Yeah. So yeah, to me, that's, that's why it's important. I just, but I don't like to just throw a family out there glibly because I do think sometimes that's, that, that's kind of a, a buzzword for, Yeah. It, I'm really going to step on it. It's abused. It's, it's, it's one of those words that gets abused by bad leadership and management. Right. Uh, and it's a, it's a way of coercion and, and uh, you know, getting people to soften up when you need them to soften up, but then be the hammer if they're five minutes late, whatever, when you asked them to be an hour long the day before, you know, totally get that. Totally get that. Well, guys, you are listening to Neil O'Reilly and Reagan in the studio with me today. And we're talking about how to not just survive, but thrive in this current uh, economic and societal uh, state that we're in. And it is, it's, it's a great, opportunity to scale and 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 gain market share and you just heard from neil you don't even have to throw the most cash at people and and reagan's on the front lines vetting for people it's not necessarily the cash we've got some clients that uh, are throwing tons and tons of cash at people and they're opting to go to even an entrepreneurial opportunity that has no guarantees no cash no benefits no retirement no 401k and they're saying but i want freedom and so uh, it's just a, a mindset that has shifted in society that you got to be ready for if you want to uh, take advantage of it. So when we get back from here, we got some questions that came in through email that Reagan will be answering. And uh, Neil's going to help me field some of these questions. And uh, when we get back, we'll get into that right after this. are learners and leaders are readers. If you want to go to the next level, you do have to grow to the next level. And that's why I offer free audiobooks at terrywilson3.com slash free book. That's terrywilson3.com slash free book. When you go over there, you're going to get to try the service out for 30 days free. No obligation. And you get a free audiobook just for checking it out at terrywilson3.com slash free book. Here are some reviews of members who are using the brand new DW3 app. Well, you, you kind of outdid yourself on this uh, application. Man, there are some nice bells and whistles in here. I mean, it's, it's, this thing is able to do and function in ways that combine a number of different applications together and seamlessly communicate. It's integrated. If you look at my app, you'll say, here's an example of somebody that just got in here and started playing around. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's fun, man. It is is a fantastic application. You know, the funnels, the tracking system, you know, the opportunity, the CRM is all, I love it. It's beautiful. And, And one thing, you know, it just takes some time. And then once you do it over and over again, it becomes easier, you know, so... 
the more time you spend working at it, the, the easier it gets. To harness the power of the new TW3 app, go to TerryWilson3.com today or call, text, or email your authorized CW3 member. Listening to TerryWilson3.com. TerryWilson3.com. Inspiring, informative, and entertaining content for the entrepreneur and small business owner. Here's your host, Regan Wilson. Hey, everybody. We're back. Uh, we've got your questions here that came in through email. And just a heads up, if you'd like to submit your questions so we can ask them and read them on the podcast, you can do that by going to TerryWilson3.com and filling out that chat bot, or you can text Terry. Uh, text 864-507-9696. I was checking my text. Now you're good. 864-507-9696. So our first question here, uh, Terry, I have a food truck and would like to be able to let people know where I'll be next. Sometimes I don't know my next location until a day or so in advance. So is there a way to notify my customers other than a Facebook post? I'm not against using social media, but I've heard many of my customers say they never see it or it's too late to catch me. Yeah, uh, that's the problem with social media. A lot of times, uh, the the thing I would encourage you to do if you're not if you're not doing this yet, start everybody that comes to your food truck. I don't know what you're selling, but somehow get their name, number, and email address because if you can do that, you have a direct connection with them. Uh, and then we've got some tools that uh, will bulk email, bulk text. Hey, I'm going to be at such and such time today for lunch. Come by and see me bring this coupon in and get, you know, a free drink or whatever. I mean, you, but you can incentivize people to follow your food truck all over the town or community that you serve, but definitely because social media is rented space, mm. you know, and the problem is nowadays, especially if you got a business page, unless you're, you're paying Zuckerberg, you know, some coin, he don't get your message out there, but to so many people, mm. you know, so it's just, uh, the way of the world. Alrighty. Got our second question here. Uh, I've worked a nine to five for the past 12 years, but since the shutdown, I've sort of grown accustomed to working from home. Uh, same. My employer, <laughs> my employer is forcing us all to come back in. Oh, I hate that. Uh, so I'm really considering going independent and starting my own business. You should. Very nervous here, but what would you tell someone that it's, uh, that's thinking about a startup, especially right now? Yeah, well, I would ask you some questions. Number one, uh, do you have the financial margin uh, to take the risk to start something? Uh, because there is risk involved uh, when you do anything for yourself, working for yourself. So make sure you've got some, uh, you know, margin in your your life there. Uh, number two, I would tell you to stay in your lane initially. And what I mean by that, for instance, when I started out, what I'm doing here. I was doing insurance only. Why? Because that was the that's field. What well, that's what I knew. And so it's not what I wanted to do, but it's what I knew to do. And so I did that first. And then as I grew my business, it sort of pivoted into just being the dumb redneck, you know, working in his pajamas like you see now <laughs> and hanging out with smart people like Neil O'Reilly. <laughs> but I couldn't do that at first. You know, I had to start, you had to start somewhere. So I would say, you know, find, you know, the area that you have uh, the most experience, expertise and, um, you know, competence in and go there. And, and then thirdly, don't be afraid uh, to do a side hustle for a little bit, you know, that's the other thing. You don't have to jump into this thing head first. 
And some of the things that we offer you over at TW3, I mean, we try our best to mitigate as much risk as possible. There's still risk involved, but we have some creative financing, so you don't have to come off the hip thousands of dollars up front. So that's one thing that helps on the cash flow. Two, we have some systems in place that we, in writing, say, if you'll do it our way, not the way you think, not the way you want, not the way you're comfortable with, but you do it our way, we guarantee you results. We have a 90-day money made guarantee now it's not a money back guarantee but a money made and we what we do is we take out all the expenses from therefore on out if it doesn't work out but knock on wood what nine years now we've been doing this eight years whatever that guarantee program we have never had to uh to uh, pay out on that or do anything because it it works i mean it's just a numbers game but uh it's a way of and, and just in full transparency it's a way we hold people accountable you know, because then you can't say, well, I tried Terry's system. It don't work. Well, no, let's look because you have to verify I'm doing these activities. This is what I'm doing and all that. But we say if you do it, it's going to yield results. Do we want to get from Neil? I think he could probably. Yeah. Neil, what well. mindsets or anything you want to speak to if someone's wanting to pivot from full time to maybe doing something independent? What would you uh, tell that person? Uh, the first thing I would say is I Look, I'm granted. I'm a little more aggressive than certain than a lot of people in my mentality. Um, you know, I I used to be a prosecutor, and I used to view every trial as almost like a physical event. Like, <laughs> you were not going to beat me. Right? You're getting in the ring there's with Mike Tyson. About, well, there's nothing physical about it, but like that's my mindset. The same way you think about, I'm not going to lose this fight. You have to think about, I'm not going to. Not going to lose this case. Yeah, I'm not going to get outworked. Yeah, you know you. So the first thing is you really want to do it, like you said, if you're going to do it as a side hustle, which is a great thing. You know how much how much are you before you think like oh, I don't have time for a side hustle. How much TV do you watch? How much social media do you do? How much how how much how are you spending your time that you shouldn't be spending your time? Because think of your time, it's literally money. You can literally look at it that way. So if you have you know, what do you have 168 hours a week? How are you spending those hours? How much are you wasting time on television or social media? So if you got rid of, and be ruthless, really pay attention to that. If you got rid of eight hours a week, that's enough to start a business. So that's your first thing. You have to, you have to look at it as I'm not going to get outworked here today. I'm not going to eat junk food, which is TV or something like that. So that's all gone. Um, and if I'm doing that, you know, the, the next thing you should do is. It is physical. Eat right, sleep well, take care of yourself because now you're you're upping what you are going to be doing. And it sounds silly, but it's not. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. So you want to stay up later, you want to have more focus, you want to work nine to five and then get your side hustle going, you need more energy. So you got to take care of yourself. You have to, and if you can't take care of yourself, if you're really going to say, I can't get to bed earlier, I can't eat better. I can't, you know, do the basics to take care of myself. A, you can, if you're saying you can't, you're, you're lying to yourself. But if you can't do those things, let's be real. You're probably not going to do the side hustle. Mm. And it's because the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So how much do you want it? Mm. So look at it again as this is a fight. This is you against you. Um, and then after you do that, yeah, like I, I agree with everything you said about that. Be, just The next thing is from what Reagan said in the, in, before when we started. Be consistent. Yeah. You, know, you want everything. You have to think of what you're doing as I want to be my best. I don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the best at anything. Be your best. 
and every day be a little bit better and every day consistently work to be a little bit better. And if you really did that, if you really tried to be your best every day and you didn't lie to yourself, you didn't say, oh, it's okay. I could cut a corner here. I could cut a corner there. Really be your best. You might be worse than you were yesterday, but that's what you were capable of. And if you really tried, it would not take you long to be amazing at whatever you're doing. So that that's how I would that that would be besides all the, the the practical mechanical stuff that Terry said. Be intentional, and if you're really intentional about it every day, you'll get whatever you want. So mm. whether you like if you do have the margin to to stop, outstanding. Um, but even if you don't, you know you could start this on the side, and there's a lot of really successful people that started what they started on the side. Absolutely, and there is something about. Uh, the way you'll find this funny, Neil, but the way my grandfather taught me to swim was he threw me in an eight foot pool and said, swim. Uh, <laughs> and there's something about when you just get thrown in over your head, there's an intentionality. There's a, there is a focus that gets on someone when that level of uh, uh, do or die, sink or swim mm. gets on you. Uh, so, you know, that's the other thing. Know yourself. Mm. You know, some of the things I try to do is I put myself in a situation where I'm going to be the most focused, the most intentional, most motivated. And that means for me, unfortunately, sometimes I have to burn bridges. I have to burn the boats. I have to be out there by myself because if I have a way back, it's just like right now, I went up in my closet and I threw out every single extra large shirt I had. And the reason is, is because as long as I've got them hanging up in my closet, I've I've got a wardrobe to go back to if I ever get off the, and and you just can't do that. And just to be transparent with everyone, you know, I'm saying to do these things now. I'm not telling you I've done this my whole life. I haven't. Um, Terry knows I used to be a crazy overthinker. You know, the way I the way I learned to swim and the way I learned to ride a bike was I was the youngest and smallest on the block, and everyone else was doing it, and I didn't want to be left out. So I jumped on a bike and I rode it down the block, and I did not know how to stop that bike. So I learned to jump off on someone else's grass. I jumped in the pool because everyone else was swimming, and I wasn't going to be the kid who wasn't going to swim. So I jumped in the pool and my mother almost had a heart attack. Um, that's how I learned those things. And then I learned after a while to overthink things. And I would wait for things to be perfect. Now my attitude with things is if it's something I really want, I say yes. And then I figure it out. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to think like, oh, this guy's telling us like, oh, this is how we lived all the time. It's not. But I was wildly unhappy when I thought too much. And you wait for everything to be perfect. So I've done that. It was terrible. So you can learn from my mistakes. You know, you don't have to replicate my bad results. If you want to have at it, I don't recommend it, but go for it. <laughs> but, you know, so I'm just telling you, I've done the other thing. The way I'm doing it now is much cooler. It's better for me in every way. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. There's a lot of, lot of good gyms in there. Yeah. Uh, third question here. That was a quick one. Uh, are we doing a conference this year? Uh, yes, we, we do plan on doing a conference, knock on wood and, and we can do it, you know, and when I say can, uh, you know, COVID doesn't come back crazy or something, or we're in the middle of a war or something goofy, you know, but barring anything outside of our control. Yeah. We're, we're planning on doing a conference. Uh, it's probably more than likely going to be in September. Uh, since we did last year's in September, I think everybody was cool with that sort of time frame. And everything, I think it's a better, uh, you know, it just fits the pace of what we do a little bit better. And uh, so, yes. 
Uh, last question here. Um, we touched on this a little bit. Terry, what are some current problems that would be easier to solve for others to be able to start a profitable service or even business? Well, let me throw that to Neil. Neil, what's some uh, some current uh, things you're helping in your marketplace uh, that uh, you're offering in your your legal counsel and that's going on? I have completely changed the way I do business. I don't really look at what I do as primarily a law firm. I so I do estate planning. Okay. Um, I've gotten out of the litigation game. Um, I have one matter left that's litigation. As soon as that's done, I don't take any more. I now, I'm in the education and coaching space. That's what I do. Love it. So I'm doing my first live post-COVID seminars end of this month. If enough people show up, all I do is tell them, because a lot of people come and they say, I know what I need for an estate plan. I know what I need. I know why I need it. They, they, based on what they think is the universe of knowledge, what they're saying is right. So I just view my job as I'm going to let you know what the real state of affairs is. I'm going to let you know what's out there. Um, you can choose to have me be the attorney who helps you. Maybe you'll take my recommendation or maybe you'll stick with your original idea. Or maybe you'll do that, but you'll do it with someone else. With all those things, what I really give people, the value I really give people is I let them know what's the reality. I let them know this is what your future, really, it's not even your future. It's what your family's future holds. If you don't take action, you'll either take it with me or you'll take it with someone else. No matter what, you'll have peace of mind. At the end of that, the way I do it is documents. So it used to be I would think about what I did is I gave people documents. That's not what I do anymore. I give them knowledge. I give them coaching. I give them an idea how to take care of themselves and their family. And then documents are a part of it. So that's one of the ways I look at it is mm. my value. That's what I give people. I give them something to know and I give them peace of mind for not just them, but for their family. When you're When the rubber has hit the road and you have a problem, how does your family how did you take care of your family? How did you make life easy for them? And how, that, how does that allow them to take better care of you and each other? Love and that's how I, so I've completely changed my business without really completely changing my business, but that's my focus. So my focus now is completely on service and value. So if there's something that you are particularly good at, how would you help someone with that? And it, it might, you know, the, the way you deliver that might not, like for me, it's documents. For someone else, it might be, um, I don't know what it might be, whatever that person's business is, even insurance, if someone's selling insurance. Um, you know, this is why, you know, you might think I need life insurance and health insurance, but this might be why you actually need to have a, a, a bigger, a bigger uh, level of coverage. Or if someone is in the, uh, in the, um, Let's say someone is in the real estate field. Um, you might have thought previously, I need to get a house or I need to get a bigger house. Um, you might be able to educate people on, well, this is what you could really do with your house. This is what you should really be thinking about as far as what schools are in the area. This is, uh, you really, do you want a side, uh, a side hustle? Do you want it to be real estate investing? Well, this is now how we can think about your primary residence so you can start getting into real estate investing. Mm. So at the end of the day, you're selling someone a house, 
but you didn't just sell them a house. Right. What you did was you showed them how they can provide for their family in the best possible way, and they can also provide for their future in the best possible way. A house was the end thing you sold them, yes, but you didn't just sell them a house. You gave them everything else. You gave them that peace of mind that that's what they were really chasing. They just didn't know it. So that would be my advice is think differently about what you're delivering to people. And it should always come down to service and value. If you're giving service and value, you could charge more than anyone else in your market. Again, like we talked about before, if all I'm giving the people who work with me is money, all I can expect from them is showing up. That's right, it. I gave right. them, it's a money for a thing. If I'm giving them value in what they're doing, I can expect a little more out of it. Ah, and it. if what we're doing for my for your clients, if what you're giving them is service and value, that's just a different way to think about what you really want to do in this world. Yeah. Love that. And, and, and what you just heard family is, uh, I almost stopped using that word now. <laughs> what you just heard TW3 listeners <laughs> audience. audience is, uh, how Neil has reframed what he offers to be more than just legal services, but value and, uh, you know, services well, and it's all wrapped in uh, educating people and, and, and putting value because at the end of the day, if all you do is offer product A or service A, then you are a commodity at that point and it's the lowest price. You know, and so he's he's getting out of that game. So that's brilliant. And you might be listening or watching uh, tonight live or listening to us later and say, well, I'm not an attorney. I'm not an insurance agent. I'm not a real estate guy. Well, Anything that you know how to do, that you've developed some expertise, it could be as complicated and as difficult as raising children. And I say complicated, I didn't say as simple as because it's not. Right. It could be as complicated and as difficult and as hard as raising children. Maybe you want to come out with some uh, training on here's some things I've worked with, you know, child a who has this personality type and here's some some things that uh, we went through and here's some things that we did that fixed this you know information is power and we live in the information age but we don't live in the wisdom age and i would say the more people that are wise about things that can give information out there you're going to have value you're just going to give value if you you could be recipes here's how i cook and you know we have figured out a way because we're on this program right now and we can't have you know sauces like ketchup and things like that we have figured out a way to make a faux ketchup and it tastes great out of red roasted peppers and some spices and stuff you know and we learned it from someone else that's a, a chef that was doing this and you know no it's not exactly heinz ketchup but you know for your hankering for you know a sauce or something it works and so that's brilliant and we paid a few bucks to to get, get the in, recipe to yeah. get well to get all kinds of things that this chef offers that yeah. uh, so information is power and you can bring so much value so uh that's great. Do we got any more questions there? That was the end of our questions. That was our last question. Oh, man. Well, when we get back, we got a couple announcements, and then we're going to get out of here. I know Neil's got to get back up there on the skyscraper and, uh, you know, wrestle something. I don't know what's going on, but uh, we get back. Uh, we'll uh, close the show out right after this. watch my podcast any you know that i love hats as a matter of fact if you see any of my blogs or written content half the time i'm in a hat 
And there's a reason for that. The older I've gotten, I've lost hair. and It keeps the sun off my head or it keeps me warm. But nevertheless, the quality hat's harder and harder to find. Uh, Michael and I were down in Charleston the other week and uh, ran across a hat company called Goring Brothers. Been in business forever and they make nothing but quality hats. You can get a fedora, flat cap, straws, packables, knit troopers, baseball caps, you name it, they've got it. And you're not going to beat the quality, the craftsmanship, and the material they use. You're just not. And I thought all hats were created equal until I put one on my head. And I was like, good Lord, this feels so good. It breathes. It's, uh, it keeps the sun off my head so I don't get burnt. And I, I just love it. And so if you want a quality hat, go to Gorin.com or go to tierwilson3.com slash hats. It takes you to the same place. They're not an affiliate of ours. They're, this is not a paid advertisement. I just love their hats. And I think you will, too. If you mention this podcast, because I asked them, hey, can I advertise for you and give a little back? Because the, the, the real reason I'm doing this is to give value to you, to give you a discount on something if you like it. And they said they would. So they're going to offer our listeners a 15% discount if you just mention the podcast and say, hey, Terry said, I got a 15% discount at terrywilson3.com just by calling you. And you can also call them if you don't want to go to the website, 843-518-4287. That's 843-518-4287. It's the Gordon Brothers uh, Hat Company. Don't be boring. Go get you a Gordon Hat. You're listening to terrywilson3.com. terrywilson3.com. Inspiring, informative, and entertaining content for the entrepreneur and small business owner. All right, we are back. I'm in the studio here with the man, the legend, the way of life up there in New York, the Big Apple, my brother from another mother, Neil O'Reilly. Neil, thank you so much for being on tonight. I really appreciate you guys having me on. This was great. Oh, and Reagan, congratulations on getting your name in the uh, in the bumper. Well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I needed. He he got he got one intro. So and he got two. You got segment uh, two. Yeah, there. I got two intros yeah, today and a whole a little bumper there. You a know? little bumper. I'm, I'm moving up. You're moving up. Before long, you'll be over this whole operation, and I'll be on a <laughs> golf course somewhere with Neil. You know. But anywho, so we got some things going on uh, this coming Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, elite members be on that mastermind. Uh, we've got some great stuff I want to show you that's coming out. Also, if you would like to uh, hang out with me in a live conversation I'm having with Cliff Ravenscraft, this coming Thursday at 3 p.m., I'll be speaking with him live at Clubhouse. And if you would like to be part of that live audience in conversation, just text the word Clubhouse to 864-507-9696. That's the word Clubhouse. To 864-507-9696 and we can uh, get you the link and if you're not connected with me you can connect there as well and uh, you can when I go live with anyone else or myself uh, you'll get that alert as well um, I know you're not a Braves fan uh, Neil but uh, we just lost one of our sort of iconic players here uh, Freddie Freeman you All probably right. you're a baseball fan in that regard so you probably know that so it brings me to that old uh, Jerry Seinfeld joke. At the end of the day, all we all we're doing as baseball fans is pulling for laundry. That's that's all it is. Because well, <laughs> it breaks. you're gonna have to elaborate. I don't. Well, because in baseball, you know, trades go on, and and you know, your team that's on the field this year is gonna look a lot of times a lot different than the year prior, and then. Uh, so it's really you're you're pulling for that jersey, those people out there on that's wearing that particular uniform. Mm. So uh, anywho, oh, 
that I'd say I didn't know this is my live reaction here. The Dodgers, really? Yeah, yeah. That's the worst case scenario. Uh, I'm telling you. It's like they took your best player and then flicked you off while they did it. It's <laughs> <That's> awful. <laughs> it's terrible. Neil, have you ever had a ball player? I say your team is the Mets, isn't it? Or is it uh, the Yankees? My team used to be the Mets. I do not root for the Mets anymore. Okay. Well, now, I now I've got to know the story behind that. How come we don't root for the Mets anymore? Well, it started with the Wilpons when they lost all their money to Madoff and they weren't trying to win. I we were just you. trying to make money back for billionaires. So they were just pulling money out. So that was out. And now the owner is Steve Cohen, who's a reprehensible person. I'm not going to lose the team anymore. <laughs> gotcha. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to. I don't watch them. I don't want to be any source of him making any more money. Um, and I like Neil. I mean, when's the last time someone really wanted to play for the Mets? So I don't care. Uh, that's I true. I'll, I'll watch the World Series and that's it. I got you. Well, are you a Yankees fan or who do you pull for now if you don't pull for the Mets? I don't. You just don't. You're, you're agnostic. <laughs> if, the Yankees go, if the Yankees go far, I'll root for them. But day to day, I can't be bothered. I'll be honest. <laughs> he said he's a reprehensible human being. I wish him no success. Well, my favorite. Well, it's, it's like I said before. How am I going to spend my time? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's right. So I've just made the determination that I don't have discretionary time <laughs> to just line the pockets of the billionaire. I don't have to. I love it. I love it. Love the attitude. Well, anyway. Well, guys, it's been a great show. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. We hope you got value. Make sure you like and subscribe to this if uh, it did bring value to you. And uh, drop us a note in the chat of any uh, platform you're watching or listening this to either on youtube or on the website or at uh, itunes or stitcher let us know what's going on if you do have questions for the show the way these emailed questions got on is they texted it to 864-507-9696 or they went to terrywilson3.com uh, we will be back next monday night same bat channel same bat time at 8 p.m and uh, until next time we will see you later Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 